Tigers and Bigfoot say. This week on Do No. <laughs> Carrie laughs a lot. I swear to No more gummies for her. I wish I had. No, I don't. Because <laughs> we do not sanction the use of booze, <laughs> alcohol, booze, drugs. no booze in this house. <laughs> no booze, no booze. No, we don't sanction any of that. Let's keep going. So, you know, we have quite an interest in. Um, in the paranormal. I thought you were going to say in poos. More so in unsolved or strange murder scenarios, I would say. Right? For him. Not for me, man. Not for you? No, I just like it all. Well, I mean, we do have more than the normal household full of ghost detecting equipment and stuff like that. I just want there to be something else. This week's episode is about cryptids. Do-do. <laughs> of the furry kind <laughs> that are not Bigfoot. Damn it. Specifically werewolves. No one's as sexy as a good Bigfoot. But oh. I think Sean will try to make this one I sexy. think a good werewolf. A werewolf is way more of an erotic type of thing than Bigfoot. Are you kidding me? Oh, it goes right in the whole vampire They're monster so taking me what by force thing. I know. Well, Bigfoots are ranked too. Not my Bigfoots. My no, Bigfoots Bigfoot. smell like lavender and rosemary. <laughs> does he roll around with in honey? In that fancy the... beard oil you bought for <laughs> yeah, me? He does. Bigfoot uses your just, beard oil. Just a little, no, it's probably patchouli. <laughs> oh no, not that. That's why I've never seen Bigfoot. Because you I'm run like, away from the I'm patchouli. Like, I'm like, honey, there's hippies coming. Let's turn around. <laughs> I am a hippie. <laughs> but you don't wear patchouli. I don't. I've never fit in, right? Anyways, yes. what I'm saying here, trying to say between your laughter, is that today we're talking about werewolves in Maine. Nice job, baby. You should have just ended it right there. I would have if you hadn't said nice job, baby. Oh, do it again. <laughs> can, I just, be a podcast. can I just tell the listeners that we just made up a new household rule? <laughs> no, it really makes you look like a terrible, 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 terrible. You must finish your morning tea before you have any booze. <laughs> I don't need that rule. I'm just kidding. That's not for me. I never drink before. 9 a.m.? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, was, Anyways. You were so straight before me. I know. <laughs> I ruined you. Like, I don't even know what I did. It's like, the first episode, not episode, but the first occurrence we're talking about is probably the most famous one. Because it was featured in an episode of Paranormal Witness. Season 3. Boom, boom. Episode 9. Well, that's very exact. Which day. was way back in 2013, I believe. Wow, that's almost nine years Oh, that is 10 years. I can't do well, that. Well, yeah. I don't know the month, but um, actually, I, I do. I think it was September. Okay. Uh, anyways. And my quoted material for this particular part is coming from phantomsandmonsters.com. Cool. And it involves a Martin family. Shelly Martin and her husband, Eric. Huh. Eric had been injured at his workplace. 
And it must have, it was a devastating injury, according oh. to Shelly. Oh, no. And she had to now take care of her husband. She had to leave her job to take care of her husband. Okay. So they were looking for a new place to live, and they found this nice little farm out in the woods of Farmington, or sorry, Palmyra, Maine. Palmyra. So they Doesn't moved that there. make you think of the Elvira song? Yeah, it does. Giddy up, oh, giddy up, gone away. That's pretty ride funny. Ride a werewolf, giddy <laughs> up, giddy up. Now, so Shelly and Eric and their daughter Chelsea moved to the farm. And they weren't there all that long, I don't believe. And Eric and Shelly had developed a routine of evening coffee on the porch outside. Oh, that sounds so nice. When it wasn't too cold out, of course. Normal, like a good marriage. That, I don't know that that has anything to do with the marriage, per se. It's just the lifestyle. <laughs> We're busy people, baby. All right. Anyways, busy busy making our systems. <laughs> Apparently, Eric, pre-injury, was a, was a big hunter and, and had amassed quite a collection of firearms. Ooh. Shelley did not like the guns. And to, well, to appease her, he built a, he and his um, daughter's boyfriend, uh, no, Eric's son, I'm sorry, his son, they built a uh, strong box out in the barn. Okay. And they put all the guns in it. All right. So, so this particular evening, they're sitting out on the porch enjoying their coffee, which hopefully is decaf. And they notice some strange pulsating lights down past the tree line, mm-hmm. which must have been the edge of the yard. Yeah, these people are good writers. So, what do you mean? The people you're talking, reading from. Oh, yeah, they do pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so they hear something. No, they saw the lights. Oh, they see something. And they thought maybe it was some poachers. Oh, poachers. So, Eric and his son, Sean, go out into the field to investigate. And as they approached the wood line, the lights went out. And it was so eerily quiet. It was a little unnerving. So Eric sent his son around, like to the backside, Ready? with a flashlight off, trying yeah. to sneak up on any potential poachers. But they never saw anything. Okay. Period. All they ever found was each other. Oh, <laughs> that sounds really romantic. Well, it's father and son. Oh, well, not so romantic, but kind of lovely. And then later on, their daughter, Chelsea, her boyfriend came over for a visit, and they decided to take the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> While they were out walking the dogs, they, they were off leash. They let them run around. Because um, it's me. They came across a large hole in the ground. Okay. That looked like it had been dug with care, and they couldn't figure out what the heck it was. Dug with care? The hole. Like What does that mean? I don't know. Okay. Like purpose. Okay. Okay? All right. And Chelsea had a bad feeling while they were out there. And she's like, we got to get out of here. Let's go. So they finally went back to the house. Chelsea is me. Then on Memorial Day weekend, Shelly was making the evening coffee for their porch sitting. <laughs> for some reason, the dogs didn't want to go outside of their pen. Okay. And she felt like something wasn't right. Eric thought it was particularly quiet. And uh, he heard an odd sound. Doesn't say what kind of sound. He knew something was wrong. Was it the sound of your phone? My God, I can't believe I friggin' didn't shut that off. Oh, it's the sound of your phone. Oh, my computer. computer. Son of a gun. 
Son of a biscuit. Man. That's okay. We're not even going to take that out. All right. Because we're human. Because our two listeners don't care. (laughs) No. Well, they'll bother us. So, they went out on the porch. They'll tease us about it. And uh, Eric was having a bad feeling. He just didn't like the feeling out there. And Shelly's like, come on, you're full of crap or whatever. But then she heard some rustling in the distance, and they noticed five sets of eyes looking back at them. So they rushed into the house and locked the door. What? I would be freaking the hell out. Can you imagine? Five (laughs) sets of eyes. Yeah, that'd be freaky, huh? That you can see? Yeah, yeah. How do you see the eyes? Just reflecting? Eric knew it wasn't a bear, but he could tell it was large and most likely dangerous. The guns were in the barn, so he couldn't get to them. He wanted to go get them, but Shelly said no. And I'm not sure exactly if he's got a disability now or what. I think that there's something, like, he can't walk super quickly. Yeah. From what I've heard of this story That's indicative in this story in a little bit, actually. So, Shelly went up to wake the daughter up. And she woke up and was just asleep and went back to sleep. Like, you guys are full of of it or whatever. Yeah. But Shelly could see the creature still out of the window, out of her daughter's window. Oh, my God. And one of them stood up on its hind legs and looked right at her. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? So Eric's like freaking out because he can't get to his guns, but the car is close to the house. So he's thinking maybe I can get to the car and back the car up real close to the house and everybody else can get in when we get out of here. So he went outside and uh, tried to go to the car. And he got close to the car, but then all of a sudden, all there's the five sets of eyes. But luckily enough, he took another step and triggered the uh, motion Detector light, sensing light outside. Uh-huh. And the animals, the creatures seem to back off. Like, they didn't want to come into the light. <clears throat> Step into the light, Carrie. While he was doing this, Shelly was running around the house, closing and locking all the windows. But she couldn't find the dogs. <gasps> no! Had, no, the dogs are fine. Oh, they God. were cowering in a cor- dark corner. She but- eventually located them as she was closing windows. And she's like, wow, this is not good. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, our current dogs, yeah, I can imagine them cowering. But in the past, we've had some bad A protective dogs. Oh, yeah, we have. And they would never cower. I don't know what would happen with these two. They would hide. Smart. They would hide behind us. Oh, yeah. Or would just run off as much as they could. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, Eric goes back in the house. And they decide they're going to call the cops. But the cops don't believe their story. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure basically say, we are not coming up. Oh, nosies. So Shelly went back up to the daughter's room, because from there you can see the whole farm, apparently. And, uh, and what happened? Well, Eric finally realizes that for some reason that the, the, the um, animals are afraid of light. Right. So he decides he's going to try to go back. To, he's going to try to get to the bar. But he went back outside and there was the eyes again. <laughs> oh my God. That's so, so this time scary. he's pur- purposely out there flailing about as much as he can to get the light turned on. Oh my <laughs> then it, God. And it comes out, the light comes on, and the animals back off, and he runs back inside. <laughs> oh my God. That's so scary. <laughs> Poor guy. So then they're all in the house. Yeah. 
Uh, Chelsea's awake now. She's finally decided whatever's going on is... Israel. Is serious enough that she's awake. And they all kind of go into the master bedroom and huddle on the bed. And, uh, and they can't really do anything. They don't really have any weapons or anything. The dogs are wimping out. So they spend the whole night on the bed. And they can hear these creatures just like walking around the house. Oh my gosh, that's so scary. Making noises and stuff. Did yeah. they turn on, like, every light in the house? I would hope they did. Doesn't say they did. But wow. they just stayed awake all night and waited. And then when daybreak came, they knew the animals were gone. They couldn't hear them anymore. Right. So they went outside. And they saw, um, they could see tracks, actually. Oh, wow. In the, like, in the dew on the grass. So that's, that's not so really, scary. like, a good track. But they could tell it was quite large. It looked similar to, like, a dog but much larger right. and um and that, and that and that actually was the end that's the end of it yeah and nothing ever happened again nope um the only other thing that ever happened was <clears throat> eric reported seeing a girl like a young girl a girl uh-huh like it was obviously a ghost oh because she was dressed in old period clothing and he said she looked really mean. Oh, jeez. And evil. Oh, jeez. But was, like, non-responsive or anything. Just He would see her standing somewhere or whatever and then just, just go away. Oh, Eric. And they promptly found a new place to live, actually. That's, oh, they did? That's one of the reasons, I think, why there is no follow-up. That's one of the most believable stories ever, then. That they left there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I definitely left there. I'd be like, no, I'm gone. Um, I'm gone. We're either booby-trapping this entire place. But then once you see a, a ghost girl, I'd be yeah. like, nope, nope, we're definitely just gone. Because you can't booby trap for a ghost. It's oh, not right. like Ghostbusters, right. you know? Like, yeah. you can booby trap for werewolves. For an animal, right. But why do they think they're werewolves? Why do they think? Oh, because, just because they were standing on two feet, I think, and, and they didn't think they were bears. Why not Bigfoot? Bigfoot? Why not Bigfoot? I would think that's probably more indicative of the tracks that they found. Oh. Being more canine-like than human-like. Oh. But I guess they could have actually been dogmen. What's the difference between a big a werewolf I'm and a dogman? Oh, really? Yes. Do you know? Well, <laughs> generally speaking, yes. I think it would get much deeper if somebody ever recovered a werewolf corpse and a dogman corpse and compare them genetically. But generally speaking, <laughs> from the man who doesn't believe in Bigfoot, oh my! I'm word. still waiting for a Bigfoot corpse. That's oh, okay. All right. A dogman. Yes. Or let's go backwards. A werewolf okay. is somebody that's cursed in some way, reverts back to human form. Right. Dogman doesn't. Oh, they never. Revert. Dogman's dogman's dog man. its own creature. Dogman is always dogman. Right. And never a man man. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's right. So werewolves could be fictitious and dogman real. We used to, or vice versa. We used to think that our dog Scotty was a werewolf stuck in doggy. <laughs> a human stuck in a dog body. Yeah, because he was so smart. <laughs> he, he forgot how to revert back. Yeah, like and he'd been shot, so we're like, maybe he was shot by silver, and then this, it kept him from from reverting back to. Oh, fire. that's right. Maybe those BBs in his butt yeah, were man. made out of pure silver. That's right. He was the best dog. But I have boy. some more werewolf slash dogman stories <gasps> for Maine. No, you could not possibly. I actually have three more. What? And I'm going to say... This wasn't an isolated werewolf dog man main well, incident? Apparently not. 
Whoa. And I'm going to start with the one I have like the least amount of information on as far as time. It doesn't have any, this happened then. It's from unsettlingthings.com. Well, yeah. <laughs> it is and unsettling. I, I had to do some research <laughs> for this. It doesn't say where it took It doesn't say where it took place. Yeah. But it does take place near the banks of the Sandy River. Okay. And it's two young women who are attending the, one of the University of Maine campuses. Oh. So I looked up the Sandy River. Yes. And I'm imagining they were going to the University of Maine at Farmington. Okay. Because Farmington, Sandy it's River goes. Sandy River is, yep. yeah. So one night, these two young women left their dorm and decided they were going to go, I don't know, gaze at stars down by the river. Yeah. Whatever college women like to do in the middle of the night. Okay. <laughs> As soon as they hit the trail, one of the girls gets the feeling of being watched. Starts peeling on Oh, no. They didn't see anything. So she's just like, ah, it's just my nerves. It's dark out. You know, it's, you know, it's, this might be the first time I ever do this with my roommate. Whatever they're doing. So <laughs> they reached the river and Shall found me. a grassy spot to settle in. You made it sexy. Of course I did. We're so sorry if you're listening to this podcast. It's not about you. Sean just tries to make everything sexy. I do. The story goes with whole different it'd be a, two girls and a dog man. <laughs> oh my story. god. Oh my god. Still the girl <laughs> the girl felt that they were being watched. She just couldn't shake it. Okay. They were about ten minutes there and she just got like overwhelmed with dread. She couldn't oh, she couldn't sounds like me. And suddenly Every time I go upstairs to our bedroom at night. I know. <laughs> that was good. That was good, baby. Thank you. Suddenly there was a rustling sound about 50 feet to their left. Okay. Then a complete stillness that sent shivers up their spine. Okay. <laughs> and then something huge with a canine-like structure. That would be a dog. Okay. And glowing yellow eyes shot out from the bushes behind them. Oh, how did you? Luckily for them, it dashed away from them. Oh, how nice. <laughs> Across the field and back into the woods on the opposite side of the clearing. And, of course, they got the hell out of it. Was it on four or two? That's the thing. Oh. In addition to being far too large to be a regular dog or wolf, the beast was running on two legs. Oh. So, she obviously thought it was a werewolf or a dog man. Wow, that's and after doing some research, she pretty much determined that it was a werewolf. That's would be so scary. Yeah, that would be so scary. So, yeah, that would be scary in the middle of the night. Like you don't have the protection of your house even. No, you're just out there waiting just, to get shredded. Yeah, that's super scary. So, is that your? Your, I don't have a lot of info one. Well, I have another. I don't okay. have a lot of info on either. All I do know is that this was um, this is from dogmanencounters.com. Okay. And it's one of those sites where it's broken down by like area. Although I love those sites. Um, and this is the only entry. Uh, for um, Maine? I can't remember if it's the only entry for Maine. It might be. But this is from Oxford County. Okay. Which is all the way to the west of Maine, right up, snuggled right up against New Hampshire, right? Yeah, and they're snuggly bunnies. And it's an anonymous poster. Mm -hmm. It was that night, and it was from 2001. Okay. And in my head, I imagine it's like a, a woman that's maybe 10 years older than us, or 15. Yeah. Says, I'm a night owl. I always stay up late at night and watch TV. I just happened to look out my window one night and saw what I initially thought was a man sitting on a roof. 
I thought it was a man because at first he looked almost naked. Oh, jeez. Until I saw the hair or fur on him. He then turned his face and what I saw then was frightening. He had pointed ears like a dog and a long snout. They were almost like a German shepherd's ears. I could not understand what I was looking at. I just stared at him for a few minutes because I felt like if I moved it would see me. It sat there on its butt with human looking arms and legs but with fur or hair covering them. I backed away from the window very slowly and went to tell my husband. He didn't want to go up and look because he just thought I was crazy. Yeah, but yeah, right. When I went back to the window, it was gone. Mm. Now, you know, I would have got jumped right out of bed to Dude, try to see Dude, you would have been so there, there so fast. Yeah. I do appreciate that about you. And then she goes on to say, I don't know or understand what I saw that night, but I did tell my husband and kids what I saw. It has haunted me for many years. Until recently, I was just telling a few of my grandchildren, recently at camp, one of them got on the computer and found some pictures of what they thought I meant. It was so scary. I was looking at the same thing I saw on the roof that night. I could not believe it. As I sat sitting here looking at that picture, I did not know it really existed many, many years ago. So this obviously wasn't in 2001. No. This was... Like way before <clears throat> that. Might have been around 2013. Can you imagine Who like, knows? looking out your window on your roof? Like, it's not like it's down on the road or anything. It's on your freaking roof. Right. That would scare the hell out of me. <laughs> it says on a roof. Oh. So it might be a neighbor's roof. I don't care. It would still scare me. Yeah, it would. And I would be calling my neighbor. I mean, I could see looking out the window, because we may not have done this, but we've done it like uh-huh. from the, and seeing a dog on a roof. We've seen oh, that yeah. before. <laughs> but you're going to know if it's a dog. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. If you got a little light at least. That's scary. Because how did he get up? Yeah, never mind. How did he get on the roof? Yeah. Crawled out of his window. That was why. It's probably scary. like somebody else's husband. He knew he was going to turn that night. Yeah. So he went out on the window. Listen to little She said, TV. honey, lock the doors and windows. I'll be back in the morning. Listen to a little TV before you turn. And just before, just right, <laughs> right at dawn, every morning after a full moon, she hears her, her husband rolling off the roof in human form. Oh, no. Thudding to the ground. <laughs> you have another one? I do. All right, I'm ready. And this one is directly related to the original one. Oh, all right. Because the lady that posted it um, posted it on, originally on a site called Crypto Mundo. In September of 2013. And the Paranormal Witness um, episode we were just talking about aired August 2013. Okay. So she saw that and she's like, hey, I got a story. (laughs) So she says, I hadn't seen the show before. This is not important, but it's kind of funny. But my (laughs) sister told me about this episode and I had to download it. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Anyway, I went through the trouble of downloading it. It took a day to do it. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Because my husband described something sort of similar. And we live about 60 miles northeast of Palmyra, which is where the Martin family live. Right. I'd been playing with the dogs outside around dusk. The sun was below the tree line, but there was still plenty of light. And went in to use the bathroom. My husband had been fiddling with a guitar, but wandered into the bathroom, looking like he wanted to say something. <laughs> he was pale and sweaty, okay. kind of staring in his face, so I was naturally concerned. I'd be like, are you going to throw up? That's what I would say. He wouldn't tell me what was wrong at first, but I finally got out of him that he had seen a huge black wolf walk by the window. What? I told him it must have been a bear, 
knowing that there aren't any that there aren't supposed to be wolves around here, and that the window was too high for any canine on four legs to walk in front of. He said no. But whatever it was, I didn't want the dog's mouth messing with it, so I ran back outside. Her. Yeah. They were still wrestling in the side yard, oblivious. So it was easy to get them back in, and then I had to look around. I didn't see any animal or sign, but noted that the window was even higher than I thought. Oh my gosh. I feel like the dogs wouldn't have been oblivious to whatever it was, but who knows? Is you know that the whole I mean? story? No. Oh. <laughs> it gets better. Oh, yeah. I think. Okay. When I went back in, my husband described what he had seen as a black bipedal wolf. He said the snout and ears were wolf-like, but it had a yellow eyes that reminded him more of a cat. Oh. I measured the window, and the bottom of it was six feet off the ground. What? So for anything's head and torso to pass by it from where he was standing, the animal would have to be more like seven feet tall. One of our dogs is tall enough if he stood up on his hind legs, but we've never seen him do that on his own, and he's blue-gray with floppy ears and brown eyes. <laughs> Aww, thank you. There aren't any huge black circus dogs on my road that I know of. My husband is very skeptical of anything not accepted by the scientific community, but still insists that it wasn't a blackberry saw. He concluded, so he concluded that he must have been hallucinating the whole thing. Two weeks later... Around the same time of day, my husband saw the same animal. Oh, my gosh. This time he was close to the animal, to the window, and the animal was farther away, running out through a weird stand of red pine that has a sparse understory. He still doesn't believe it was real, even after seeing it a second time. And then, not sure if this is related, about a week after that, I was gardening and my husband comes out back calling for me. Really shook up again. He said he was sitting in his computer chair and thought I was standing over his shoulder. Oh, my God. He said when he looked up, it was a black form. He jumped, and it was gone, but it scared the crap out of him. Oh, no. He wanted me to come inside and keep an eye on him because he was afraid it meant he was having a stroke or something. Aww. We haven't seen anything since then, and he had never seen anything before that first incident. Anyway, I wanted to share. I hope it's a werewolf and not my husband losing it. I know, <laughs> I would be so is. worried. Poor guy. Like, either way, it kind of sucks. But... Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting that all this, um, except for this anonymous one, that doesn't give a location. If, you know, if you look at, like, the, the Palmyra and the Oxford County ones, um, or, like, Palmyra, Farmington, yeah. and Oxford, they're all kind of, like, almost in a, a line, like an east-west line mm. across the state, you know, yeah. real close. And, uh, I know it's from, from Palmyra to Farmington's 48 miles, Oxford County, probably not very much farther away. And I don't know where this 60 miles northeast would be, but... What about here? Here? It could be, but... You know there, there are sightings of dogmen or werewolf here. On the island? No. So we live, for those of you who don't know, we live on in on Mount Desert Island, yeah. Arcadia National Park, which is a tourist thing and it's a very large island because it has a national park in it. Right. But really close by is um a peninsula that you drive down to get on a tiny bridge to get to our island. And in that peninsula, um and the next peninsula are a lot of sightings. You mean including, like the Boyne Trenton area? Like Ellsworth, Maine, Holden, oh. Maine, Bucksport. Dog Man sightings? Well, here's one from three days ago on Unexplained Maine that I yeah. found while you were talking because I remembered seeing it. And it's, I saw a dog man, and there's a lot of grammatical errors in this, so I might stumble. 
I saw a dog man on my way home on 1A Ellsworth to Holden, and it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was all black, running upright with stark glowing eyes, running into the side of the road. There's like 8,000 exclamation points there. I'm like, what in the F word? It was about six feet tall, assuming it's all black because it's covered in fur. It looked like the hands had claws. I was curious, though, because I've heard of sightings near Clifton. It was so black, it about blended in with the night. I know these things are real, just never seen them for themselves, except for now. I wonder what he was doing if he was running to order Domino's. <laughs> Cheers. Where was that? Bucksport? No, on, on, on <clears throat> Route 1 in Ellsworth. Oh, Ellsworth. There's no Domino's around, though. No, there's sadly no Dominoes in Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on that thread, if I can find it, there's another woman who's like, um, I've seen one. I don't think it was anything to joke about. It was a very strange, surreal experience I never forgot or make fun of. It was in Clinton, Maine, September 2018. Crossed the road in front of me, feels on both sides for miles, and it wasn't in no hurry, I'll tell you that much. Stood upright the entire time. Huge is a complete understatement, and these creatures are more than just animals. If you ever get a chance to look one in the eyes, you'll know what exactly what I mean. I don't remember the drive home. Not even really sure how I got there. And I realized it really happened when my front seat was wet from urine in the morning. Oh, man. It was not aggressive in any way, but it damn sure didn't care I was seeing it. Actually, it seemed kind of like, yup, I'm real. What are you going to do about it? Sounds weird, I know, trust me. It was about seven and a half, eight feet tall, gray and cinnamon brown, colored hair, hair not fur is what I'd call it, no tail, legs like a man, head like a giant wolf, claws probably four to six inches long. Seemed like it had somewhere to be, though, Just, but just strolling, matter-of-factly light. Moonlit lit up the entire night, almost like day, early daylight will. There's no mistaking what I crossed paths with that night. The dog man, as I've come to know them, or, as, or werewolf, was four feet in front of me the whole time. Two steps was all it took to cross the road. It was massive. The muscles this thing had was indescribable. That's a good story. Yeah, man. Nobody ever admits to pissing themselves. I know. I like. That's why I like the Palmyra story, too. Because yeah. they're like, yeah, we moved. And this one was like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking pissed myself. Oh, I'm sorry. Language. I really, I peed. I peed on myself. Yeah. Um, and so on that same thread, is a, another woman says... I know of two sightings in the past decade in that general area, which is the Ellsworth area. Yeah. One sighting, there were multiple witnesses being harassed by four of them. The other sighting was 20 miles away. The person was harassed by two of them. People just don't get it. There are a lot of things around us we just aren't equipped to see. And so thanks for sharing. Hmm. And then another person says she and her husband saw one, a dog-like creature in Beddington off of Route 9. Yeah. Which is kind of close. Yeah, it is. Uh, they correct. were... Yeah, the, Clifton one was it Clifton? Yeah, they were on a four wheeler, and it ran in front of us and stopped in the road and turned and stared at us. It had glowing eyes, ran off into the woods. My husband doesn't believe in that sort of things, but neither of us can make sense of what the heck we saw. I would much prefer to be in a vehicle if I was to see those kind of things. In a four by four, four or wheeler, my, or my house. Oh, I'd rather be in a house, probably. But. Geez, at least the thing about a vehicle is you may not be close to your house, so you don't have to think, oh, great, I have a monster in my backyard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's really interesting. Well, I have a couple more on this thread. Are you ready? Oh, geez. You want to okay. hear them before yeah, yeah, I definitely. We log off? Yeah. All right, so another woman says, that sounds almost like what I saw one night between my house and the garage in Waterville. 
My mag light beam came up to the ground when I heard the sound, and all I saw was muscular legs covered in fur. I sprung right up into a maple tree before I could see more than the legs. I screamed and ran back into the house. My husband and neighbor shone the light up into the tree and could hear something big crashing in the tree canopy work, but couldn't see it, like what it was. Right. Um, and someone else said, there was a compelling post here months ago about a similar experience in Ellsworth. Um, it was like, and someone else was like, yeah, I was like in the Clifton area in Acadia Highway 1A. Like, is this the do- habitat for dogmen or shapeshifters? Like, probably. And then this person said, and this is near us too, what exactly did, where did you see this? I live near the Lucerne Inn. And last summer, which is on that road, yeah. um, my eight year old said she was riding her bike and a tall black furry thing ran across the road in front of her. I'm out in the woods quite a lot and always keeping an eye out for animals and tracks. Sometimes I sleep outside or in the hammock on my porch and I've never seen or heard anything too unusual. And someone else is like, we live near the Lucerne too. I'm going to keep my eyes open. <laughs> Actually, I think we're neighbors. And then the other guy's like, hey, we are neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Which is just like yeah. hysterical and so typical of like, you know, Maine. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, wow. Well, those are good stories, man. We I must, know. We must have some dogmen in Maine. That's huh? the joy of paranormal, man. The stories are so much more fun than, oh, these people or people died. And, oh, oh, yeah, I know. You know? Yep. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing, though. Thanks for making that cool really, podcast. Really I feel like it was a gift story, to me, so. man. Oh, yeah, you enjoyed it, didn't you? I did. I liked it. Thanks for listening, folks. Yes, DC. Happy New Year. And Stacy. We forgot to say this is our first podcast of 2023. Here's to a good 2023. Yes. Oh, so much better than uh-huh. mine. That was so much better than mine. You should hear it when I turn. <laughs>